Welcome to the Over Opinionated Asshole Club. Welcome to the Over Opinionated Asshole Club. Welcome to the Over Opinionated Asshole Club. We're live, we're recording. This is Chuck Thomas, the Overpinionated Asshole Podcast. I have some special guests this afternoon, this evening, whatever fucking time I launch this podcast episode and whatever time you're listening to it. I have the boys from Dumb Ugly in the fucking building uh, to promote their new album, Mighty Dangerous, which I'm certain will probably be one of the dopest things to come out of Philadelphia hip hop in a long fucking time. No doubt about it. And that's not even, uh, you know, that's not even biased. I don't even know you guys like that. Um, shit is fucking dope, man. The last album, I, you know, bumped it again today just to brush up. The, uh, the shit is fucking dope. You guys are fantastic. I got Biz Mighty, IU. Say what's up, gentlemen. Introduce yourselves. Yeah, this Biz Mighty from the almighty camp known as the dumb ugliest of all Uglyville. Yeah, I like that one. That was my favorite one. That was Thanks, pretty good. Man. That you ever did. I'm Mark, IU. From the D to the U, Glee. So, oh, <laughs> oh Chris, you outdid me on that one. Um, so the uh, so Mark, you you uh, I you sorry you uh, Mark's you fine. Do all, you do all the production. Yes. So all this fucking dopeness is is all you. Yeah. The the anything that's not you don't hear somebody's voice. That's me doing it. Oh, that's yeah. fucking dope. <laughs> so it's it's literally just the two of you. That's the, the whole. That's that's insanity, dude. So my my question from the beginning was like, what's what's the uh, what's the environment like when you guys are creating this shit? These guys like, I feel like listening to it. You guys probably like like I would be very picky about every little thing, and you, like I watched a couple of the dumb uglies had the dark, the one at the Marson house. You guys seem incredibly laid back. Is that always the environment? Is it just like kind of comes natural, or is it like very well thought out? Like backing vocals and shit like that, like overdubs, shit like that. Is it like months of preparation or does it just happen? I, uh, so the way that it kind of goes on is me and Mark will come up with an idea or Mark will come up with an idea. He'll send me something. It's pretty straightforward. And I'll sit on it and I'll wait until we have a studio session booked. The day before the studio session's booked, I write like I've been writing the whole entire time, but I don't. I cram like it's a test. So then I, I, I sit down and I write a bunch of stuff, and then the next day we go to the studio. We recorded uh, some with this guy, Len, uh, who's done like a lot of crazy shit, and he's all over the place, and he was awesome. And then we did uh, about half of the majority of it at Marston House. And I think with both of those situations, it, it is a very laid-back environment, and it's a free environment. So we're just kind of having fun. I mean... While I'm in the studio, Mark's kind of there to kind of to, to lay the overview and to tell me if I'm fucking up or try something like this. And sometimes I listen, sometimes I don't. Sometimes I listen and I interpret it different than he says and it becomes something that maybe wasn't intended, but it works and it's cool and it sticks. Um, but we kind of just, we, we kind of just throw it together and then we just have fun. I think like the most important part and what I hope comes across to people when they listen to our shit or when they see us in a video or whatever is that we're having fun. Because, like, I feel like that's lost to music a lot, and people are very serious, and we're, we're too old to be serious, man. We're just having a lot of fun, dude. We're not going to live one day, and in the meantime, we should have music that shows how much fun we were having fun with our life. And I think that, for me personally, I haven't done anything uh, musically in a while uh, before Casket, which was our last release. Um, 
So this has brought like a whole new blood into me. So I, what, I, we're, I, we're having fun to say the least. Yeah. What is what is the last solo biz record? What is the what is the last thing before that? Like I, it's funny. I haven't really for being as as into dumb ugly as I am. I haven't really been caught up on on like your solo releases enough. I've seen you perform numerous times. I know a handful of your freestyles probably verbatim because I've seen them enough. And I've watched. Uh, you know, you're easily the best Marston House cipher guest on the planet. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Every fucking time, dude. It's it's just every time I see your name on there, that's a definite view. Um, how much? How much? Uh, how much former biz? You know, solo stuff to, is there out there? Well, just while we're on the topic, I wanted to send a, another shout out to Steve Skax from Marston House for uh, creating a place where me and others can network and develop a sound and feel like MCs and freestyle and that whole Marston House and everything that Steve and Ethan and Dom and Nick and all these other cats built together is really something special. And uh, I'm, I'm just as much known for them Marston House ciphers as anything else I could be known for. So uh, another time, hats off for to sure. them dudes over there. Um, sure the last, there's, there's nothing to catch up on, Chuck. There, there hasn't been any Biz Mighty music in a long time. Uh, the last album that I believe I put out was in 2013, or, to yeah 2013 or 14 was mad at the world so that was my last release and then i did an ep with boogie mandela which i wasn't extremely happy with not for anybody involved in that project more so what i my output in that project wasn't uh something that i look back on fondly like i contributed some great creation to society right. uh, i think that came out in like 2016 might i vaguely remember that kind of remember that yeah, so like we did it, we did a song, we did a video, we did a couple things. We were moving a little bit, people were liking it. I think what really came down to was I fell out of love with it. That was the last thing I did and I wasn't really happy with that. I had a bunch of unreleased music that I made with Rob Devious that I did shows live. Uh, I think that within this year, I'm gonna process to get all that shit out to the people as far as like on Spotify and streaming services, just so that music's available because uh, we were talking before we, we launched um and we were talking about how i'm old school man like I, all that shit yeah. was just on cds so that shit doesn't exist anywhere else and i never came back around to it in any kind of serious motive where i wanted to fucking put this shit out there like that but now i'm starting to feel like people can't find my stuff uh the the dumb ugly stuff is having people in my inbox again and people interested in who i am and where i come from and all this stuff and back in the day when i was young when i was 17 18 19 years old when i would hear that i would I would get cocky and I'd be like, yeah, I am the shit. Like, yeah, I do like, I do, I am the greatest. You know what I mean? And I wouldn't give those guys the time of day. And thank God for people like Rich Quick that have been in my life where I saw what that development meant. And I saw what that, that communication and that, uh, that relationship meant to, to not only, you know, the mentor, but also, you know, whatever you call the person that they mentor, the mentee, whatever the yeah, fuck. Yeah, yeah, the student. Uh, the student. Yeah. So I, I am, uh, I'm appreciating that now because the fact that anybody looks at me with an ounce of respect is something that maybe I didn't earn, but I also am really grateful and humbled by it. So at this point, I'm really happy for it. But yeah, I, I made many, many cycles around the moon before I came back to a place where I felt confident even writing down my thoughts on paper and spending hours in the studio making it sound good enough that I want people to hear it for after I'm dead for it to be something that I'm remembered by. Well, like I, I said to you before, uh, you know, that dumb, ugly stuff, it's like, you know, seeing you guys live, I saw you guys at the at the Quick Tribute show last year, uh, which is just over a year ago now, I think, right? It was like it's April, right, it's beginning yeah. Of April, yeah. Wow, that was a quick fucking year. Um, 
like there's something different about you guys live that like like i said like you guys you guys said there's like a different standard with dumb ugly in the building dude it's crazy i don't know how you guys do it or what exactly sets you guys apart from everybody else and this is no diss like i have you know I'm 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 complete. I'm a very uh, incredibly honest dude with other artists. When I see you, if I tell you I fuck with your shit, I, I literally do fuck with your shit. If I won't say it if I don't, you know what I mean? Like I'll, I'll kind of be like, hey man, I, you know what's going on? But like you know, you like we met in like 2013, biz. Like we met at the bus stop show uh, with Rich and Mikey Eyes put on. Shout out to Mikey Eyes. Um, you were you were at one point shirtless and fucking screaming at everyone and i remember dude i remember standing outside like watching looking through the window and the like the looks on people's faces was just like it was like they were being assaulted <laughs> and it was it was fucking amazing because there was nobody else in the building and there was that was one of the most like talented lineups i've ever been on um and like there was nothing else that came close to what you did and it was like, you know, I saw somebody, you shared something the other day, it's somebody compared you to Ari the Rugged Man, which is a, a very, it's a very, that's a great comparison. Cause it's like, you guys, I don't know, man, you guys bring something different. Like with that whole, that whole tribute show, it was like every artist I saw, you guys came on, it was like the whole environment changed. Like it, there's something so real about it that, that changes it from like we're local old men you know dads that are doing this shit that we're just we're getting too old to do this to where you guys just you know you walk on stage you bring this whole different environment to it which sets you uh, that's why in my opinion sets you apart from the rest which is unfortunate for you biz but you you have to now release your other stuff now people are like like where, where can i get your stuff like you 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 uh set the bar that high people expect like something out of it i guess yeah, man, I, I I appreciate it. I think I think uh, I don't know what it is, but I think it kind of goes back to what I said before. Is like we we just have fun. I think with casket when we put casket together, casket had a theme and it had an aura to it. I think uh, to connect the two things that you just talked about with uh, the the show at Bus Stop Cafe with that rich quick thing. That was a rich rich was in a better position than I was in the scene because of the way he acted as opposed to the way I acted. Yes. And uh, Rich we, taught me a lot. <laughs> there, was a, there was a mutual respect when, when he brought me on stage because, or like when he had me involved with I'm with the DJ and all this shit, um, because he just, he, he, there was just a respect. There was this real recognized real thing that goes on with that. And, uh, and I think me, me being a lion that likes to roar on stage, um, because I have a lot of this roar inside of me and the roar doesn't come across right unless I'm on stage. Right. So I think like with IU, when we when we're doing this, I'm doing it like it's a pay-per-view fight. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's, it's a big deal for me, even if there's only 14 people in the crowd, which sometimes is the case. And that's OK, because out yeah. of the 14 people with fucking nine think it's OK. That's what we're here to do it for is to spread the word. Right. So um, I think we're I think when I'm with Mark, I feel like I'm with my brother. I feel like I'm with my like my best friend so it's like a it's a fun thing me and him i can speak for him we're not very uh out all the time people we're dads and we do dad shit you know what i mean yeah, yeah. so like our social our social environment is that of a show and shit like that so i think that i know personally i get all that shit out of my system when i get to do a show Hopefully we get back to a place where we can do shows again. You know what I yeah, mean? Because cool. I do, I do miss that. Even if it's at a dive bar in South Philly again, like I just, it's something that I like to do. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you want to add anything to that, Mark, but like as far as our stage show and the, the way that we change the scene, I think it, it's that it's the difference between 
fake shit and real shit. I think that's all it is. And when there's a lot of fake shit and people that should be fans doing shit on stage instead of being in the crowd, then you have someone that should be on stage and you should be in the crowd. I think you fucking recognize that shit. And I'm not trying yeah. to be talking. I'm just, I, I think that, I think that I'm a, I'm a, I'm a lifer, like I'm a natural, like, you know what I mean? And I think that Mark is obscenely talented. I also think that we, everything happens for a reason. And the story of me and Mark getting together is like this weird fucking story of like when peanut butter met jelly, like it's just this weird <laughs> fucking thing that just sure. makes way too much sense. So I think it's as much weird. as I roar in personality, Mark also has a phenomenal personality, but I think he roars with those drums and roars with those beats. And I think the combination of those two things from from last album to this album, as different as they they may be, it's in your fucking face and it's raw. <laughs> yeah, one thing I found cool with you guys performing is, is Mark does have that roar with his production. And on stage, he just has this presence where it's just like, he just stands there like fucking right. <laughs> and that's yeah. like, you know, and that's it. Like, that's all you need. And you do a little, you do some backup vocals when, they, when needed, but you just got this presence like, that's just like, oh, so this dude doesn't fuck around. Like, this is this is some some real shit. Mark, what, what do you have uh, prior to Dumb Ugly? What's your... Uh, like, I, I mean, I only met you at Rich's show. It was the first time we had met. Um, you guys have only known each other a short amount of time. Like, how long have you guys known each other? Just a few years now, I think. Yeah. Like, two, I mean, you got to be a decade. Almost two years. Yeah. How many, do you have other projects out? I mean, there's got to be, there's no way you just yeah, woke up one day and were this dope. <laughs> mostly with bands. I played in, in bands for forever and just, I don't know, made, I mean, I rapped and had, like, my rap career which led me to just producing my own shit because I didn't know anybody that made beats. And I was like mediocre, not good at rap, but learning how to make beats. And then yeah, yeah. that slowly kind of became, and I was always a musician because I, I started as a drummer and, and bass player in punk bands, hardcore bands and shit like that. But Same here, bro. Same here. Um, That's what I so that was, that was my background, not as much rap shit. But then when I, and then once I learned how to produce everything I wanted to do uh, in that kind of like, just when I'm making beats and shit, that's when I, that became like my favorite thing to do, I guess. So yeah, I yeah. just, yeah. so then I just did like solo instrumental albums and all that's how we found each other was I was just doing um, just like kind of like flips and remixes and just doing like live beats or whatever I was doing on Instagram. Cause I, I, I was playing in two bands at the time, but I still wanted to make like rap or hip hop or whatever, electronic music. And then, uh, stressed uh 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 jeff davis shared oh, yeah, what he, he, shared, he shared my video oh that's right he shared so stress shared one of my videos and then biz saw it followed me and i already had people telling me that i should work with biz because he was good at rap and i thought everybody was really bad at rap and i didn't want to like just get somebody to rap and i didn't like dealing with rappers anyway i i kind of like uh oh i mean in my experience i had like bad experiences uh yeah, yeah. It was, oh it could be aggravating yeah it was it was aggravating i don't know i don't like rappers i don't like people so you know what i mean i was like i'm not gonna <laughs> you know i really don't yes. like anybody so i'll say i don't like this person that person but whatever long story short um it was just a bunch of coincidences coincidence 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 <laughs> yes <laughs> and then and then we uh he became the, he became my fucking uh my rapper, you know what I mean? <laughs> Dude, it's, it's weird, because like you said, everything happens for a reason. This shit like, works perfectly. Like, I would have expected that you had a bunch of, bunch of previous projects out with other people that just didn't you know, bring what Biz brought, which is, like, it's a rare thing, you know, what Biz, what Biz brings to the, to, to the track, to the, the stage, all that shit. It's rare. There's only a handful of us, like real, like Rich was one of them, Screw, uh, Trey Diggett. Like there's only literally like five that I could really like back up and say like, yo, these fucking dudes are for real. There's something different that they're doing. 
you know, locally, and you know, all those guys like. Yo, my favorite's three ten. Three ten's like my favorite. Oh, yo, three ten. Really, honestly, like even we got him. We got him on the record. We got Mason on the record. We got and uh, Miles is on the record. But three ten, like that was the dude, and like, yeah, it was like we knew he was going to be on the record. Something about him. He came on to. he came on to a Rough Rug and Raw episode. Uh, one, of the, I think maybe one of the two cyphers or whatever. And I was doing UTM, and yo, know, watching that dude freestyle is like that's one of the most amazing fucking things you could see. Like especially in person, like it's fucking insane what that dude does. Yo, Vince, remember that's how I met him was at UTM, and I was in between you and three, both freestyling like back and forth, and I'm just in the middle of the two of you guys. It was surreal as fuck. What show was that? Was that our show? No, was that, that was that. Uh, was that radio show? What were we doing? I think it was UTM, or it might have been. I don't remember what the fuck that was. It what you weren't hosting it. I think it was, dude. I don't even know. To be honest with you, I don't even. I don't remember anything. But yeah, I remember. Yeah, rain sucks. I remember. I know the feeling I've had at UTM or the Nest, uh, mm-hmm. where I've been there with three, and he makes me feel like I'm afraid to rap. And he's yes, one of the yes. best at, on the planet. Uh, Ask from Shed Jam. He doesn't do as much anymore, but. He's another cat that, like, lyrically, when he's at his best, like, I'm, I'm inferior. Uh, OHM from Ghost Gang, when he's yes. on his shit, I, I, I get scared. I'm, I'm excited. I'm ready to rap. I want to do my best. But instead of being relaxed and calm and just in my zone, I'm trying way too hard to keep up with dudes that I don't want to be outdone with by. And, yes. I, and they outdo me. The first time I saw 310, I was, like, fucking flabbergasted. Like, I couldn't, I couldn't believe the, the visual aspect combined with the fucking lyrical and, and, and vocal talent of three is just, like, it's like the world's not ready for that shit. It's, like, overall it's really music. It's really fucking good. It's and like, he's super talented. Mason's another one. There, there's, there's dudes out there that are, like, I definitely want to put over, you know what I mean? Like, I yes. definitely want people to know who these people are. Mason's unreal. Uh, I don't even consider him. He's, like, another one. He's Yeah, I didn't even think it. Either one of them, really, I didn't cross my mind. Just because I feel like they're doing something so different, dude. There's something different that, like, sets them apart from the group. You know, like, that's just... And three came in on the Rough Rock and Raw show for one of the Cyphers. And dude, I didn't even, I've never even met this dude. I had no idea who he was. He was kind of playing his like cool casual role. Gunner kind of knew who he was, but you could tell he was like, you know, at this point, by the time I'm hosting Rough Rock and Roll, I'm like five years doing shows with you guys. Like, you know, for somebody new to walk in, especially somebody as talented as three that I'd never heard of before. You know, when that dude got on the mic, I was just like, I'm not fucking rapping tonight. Like, there's no way I'm rapping on this show. You know, like, it, it was like, you know, it's over. It's a rap. Like, there's no, there's no going on from here, dude. That kid is... Unreal. And then, then I got to know him a little more. I uh, got to chat with him a little bit. Like, that dude is, he's serious. And, like, have, I, I can't wait to hear you guys on the same record. That's fucking insanity. Produced, so good. produced by first, Mark. It's our first record. Yeah. It's, it's really cool, man. This album's really exciting. And yeah, three makes it super exciting. I think uh, a lot of people are going to be talking about Three's contribution to this project. I just I feel bet. that. I don't know. I bet. Because uh, just, I've been already, I'm already picturing, like, just, to, dude, this shit is like, it's like insanity. That's it's like madness. When I listen to the record, I listen to uh, the uh, casket again today. Like, yo, it's like it's like a fucking experience. You know what I mean? Like, seriously, the album's like the just the vibe to it, the feel that even the it's like aggressive as fuck. I listened to it again recently, and I forgot how like it it gets it relaxes a little bit once in a while. But I guess I was angry as fuck. I guess when I was making a lot of the beats and 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 
whatever, but like it's aggressive as shit. And this yes. this record like isn't, but it is. Like this Mighty Dangerous has like I don't know. I I, I feel like it's way more relaxed at the same time. It's got some. Uh, it's us. I don't know. I, I just I, really can't explain it. From from hearing nothing but uh, Rub Burn up to this point, which is incredibly dope. Uh, just the cover alone, like that pink, subtle, like soft fucking brass knuckle, like that's that's exactly Yo, what I expect right from now, a record. That's like that's what I expect from a record. Like a, a yeah. very relaxing way to fucking assault the shit out of you, you know, uh, musically. Um, so you, you say Mighty Dangerous is a little more chill, like production-wise? It's different. I don't know about chill. I mean, relatively speaking, chill. It's not a chill record by by a long shot. But but I, I mean, to compare it to Gasket, it's it falls back a little bit on like the meter of like getting kicked in the fucking chest or something. You know what I mean? So now like you're getting lightly fucking. You know what I mean? Yeah. Couple of those guys. So you know what I mean? is it EWE? Is it uh? Is that was that the one the one track is? Oh oh you it's you yeah oh yeah yeah. That's that's a rap song, man. That that's shit a, is <laughs> in, like that's an assault. <laughs> you know, that's an assault. You got you got a lot off your chest that day, and it was fucking. Yeah. I like hearing it again today. I kind of forgot, like you know, exactly. Like I've listened to the album numerous times. It's made it into my, you know, my regular rotation at work. Where like it'll be a dumb ugly day where I listen to Casket like three times out of the day because I just leave the shit on repeat. You know, it's like half in, barely hearing it, but like. I, I didn't really, today was like one of the first times in a while that I sat and like listened to it, like really fucking listen to what you're saying. That's an assault, bro. <laughs> like that shit is like there's, you're talking about the anger. So I guess if you're backing it up, if Mighty Dangerous is backing up from that, uh, and then that's a, that's a, that's a pretty big step, you know, as yeah, far I think, as. I think it's still, like I was saying, I kind of said it, uh, I think it's still rolling in your face. It's still me and it's still them drums and it's still, there's still, it's still us. Right. So uh, it's it, it it's gonna sound. It has there's already a sound and a vibe to what we do. I think that casket was angry. There was production that Mark had that I was drawn to at that point in my life that was angry. So the production that followed it was angrier. Uh, and I think that I you know for that record I got to scream for once. I was always you know when you're in Philly and you're a white rapper, the last thing you want to be is angry. So I think for the longest time I was ang I I was uh. I wasn't angry, and I and I and naturally I'm extreme. I'm an angry person. It's my it's my biggest flaw is how absolutely absurdly hot headed I am, and uh, and how I have zero control over it. And and also I don't want to feel any guilt from it either. I want to just be a terrible person at times, and then I want everyone to forget and forgive me for it. Right, um, just move right so, along. Uh, but. I got to be able to do that. I think Almighty Dangerous, I think the, the way the record starts, you think it's going to be really angry. And then we kind of hit you back again with a song that's, that's, that's really rowdy. But I think for the most part, the album has like a cool vibe to it. Like has a, a lot more, it's cooler. It's definitely a cooler record. Like Casket was like shit off the chest. This is like, you know what I mean? Like take a load. I, I hate to say it's relaxed because it's not, but it's, it's more of, it, I think it's an easier listen. If I okay. could put it that way. You kind of get that vibe from, from Rugburn too. Dude, the way the, the way that song changes, man, the fucking, the, the, the just like the light, like, uh, it, uh, dude, the, just the way the light, the light uh, chorus comes in and the fucking, the verses are so like, like just poignant and like real dark. And then it just comes in like you guys are fucking dancing like that, that shit. That's, if that's any kind of indication of what the record's like, 
it's it's exactly what I'm expecting after looking at that uh that cover. Like I felt like that cover was one of the few that like I actually I definitely can feel where we're headed with this, you know, which is shout like out to, uh, shout out to Chris Ventura on the art for that and also the art on casket and every contribution that he has for us. He's been I was, a, uh, I was about to ask who does all your uh, and he your has art. great work. I get I mean, uh, um and, and Davron too. I want to shout out Davron too on the video. Uh we had plans to do a, a video uh, that was definitely way different. We actually had a couple different ideas for a couple songs, and uh, we we couldn't do it due to what's going on with the COVID. You know what I'm Coronavirus. Yeah. <laughs> Torino. Um, yeah. So uh, so we ended up just like shooting the video real quick, and it was like just a couple dudes in a room with a guy and a camera. Did you guys get from Zoom too? Yeah, I got a thing. What happened? I'm not saying. Running out of time, we've removed the 40-minute limit on your group meeting. Sweet. Thanks, Zoom. They've All removed right. the 40-minute limit, gentlemen. Have we reached 40 minutes? Because we haven't even got to the questions yet. Yo, <laughs> shout yo. out to Zoom, dog, for making this all possible. <laughs> for real. For real. And the three idiots trying to figure out how to make it work. Yeah. Yo, so... We'll take a break from the Overopinionated Asshole podcast to bring you the first lead single from the new album Mighty Dangerous, available May 4th. The group is Dumb Ugly. The album is Mighty Dangerous. The single is Rugburn. Check it out. Just another resident of the Reggie Dose, Deadly D, Heavy Lil Debbie, White Betty, Cock Rock, Steady Drop, Dead Freddy, Push my juice at your leggings, Slide Jet Ski, Bet me, you'll forget me, Let it be already, Ice School, Gretzky, Heaven's Pedigree, and legibly, I'll be what they said to me, you're dead to me, I'm faded like a memory, my pop was fucking the sad out of bitches in the 70s, best believe it's his legacy. Uh. They don't wanna talk about facts, you be all up in your feelings and You don't wanna talk about that, bitch I'm all up in the building and I don't even wear no mask, you don't wanna cut no slack Stab me in my back, you don't like the way I act Do whatever I'm gon' do Say whatever I'm gon' say hey, Cause you gon' hate me anyway So I'ma always be the spice I'm in your family picture Mama call me Mr. Sour in my swisher No mixer in my liquor Swallow Lil Richard Stick it in Andy Richter And the spit turn into wine When I'm round the whole description The light fixture flicker Balls out, I'm the picture The winner call me the victor Tombstone minister Signature finisher Be the listener I end up in a pickle I'm awesome like a Clausen, baby Answer to the riddle You say that I ain't shit Ain't that I ain't acting right But Ned and volleyball They don't understand me in the feeling fucking mutual Usually it's such big you don't have the fucking views I think your bitch is barely doable But her pussy is beautiful Bukaki sloppy on your mommy paparazzi shoot at you Do whatever I'm gonna do Say whatever I'm gonna say Cause you gonna hate me anyway So I'ma always be this way they don't wanna talk about facts, you be all up in your feelings And you don't wanna talk about that, bitch I'm all up in the building And I don't never wear no mask, you don't wanna cut no slack Come on baby, stab my back, they don't like the way that I act 
For suggestions, comments, or complaints, or you'd like to be a guest on the Overopinionated Asshole Club podcast, we can be reached at Facebook. Just search Overopinionated Asshole Club podcast, or you can find my personal page at facebook.com backslash the real Chuck Thomas. You can also reach us by email, overopinionatedasspodcast at gmail.com. That's overopinionatedasspodcast at gmail.com. Send us a line. Always looking for guests, always looking for topics. Also, if you like the podcast, be sure to tell your friends, share and share alike, and give us the best review you can. Whether it's five stars, three hula hoops, or two fingers up your ass, give us the best review you can. And make sure you tell a friend, you bunch of fucking assholes. I'm going to ask you this question. Uh, do you sing in the shower? And if you do, what's, what songs? Uh, I, I do sing in the shower. The two big ones that I sing in the shower is And I'm Telling You I'm Not Going by Jennifer Holliday. And, uh, and also uh, All Is Fair in Love by Stevie Wonder. All is fair in love. Mark, are you, are you a shower singer? Am I? Yeah. Two people about to say In love and me you'll say yeah. Yeah, I got a couple joints in the shower. Um, Mark, are you a shower singer? Not as much, actually. I'm more of like uh like play the drums on my naked stomach in the in the shower guy. But if I am gonna sing in the shower, it's usually uh Danny's song by uh what's that, Loggins and Messina? Yeah, I think so. Even though I ain't got money, I'm so <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. That's a yeah, good that's one. it. Cause you get to do the everything will bring a chain of love. <laughs> you gotta hit those, you know what I mean? And then the shower is booming. So that I'll hit it with that. How right. gotta be I get self-conscious at the family zone. Um, whoever wants to take this question, why dumb ugly? Um <laughs> why dumb ugly? Why dumb we, ugly? We are. We are dumb ugly. Like, is it is like one, <laughs> one is one and one is the other, or like? We, I am, and and we are. Okay. I get it. Yep. I get it. I like it. That's a fucking fantastic answer. Yep. Uh, favorite 90s jam, Biz? Uh, uh. It's Craig Mack, Flav in Your Ear Remix, dude. Oh, shit. Wanna grab my dick too lazy, hold it for me. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah, the 90s. The finger and babies. So you know different. What I'm so different. Oh, uh, blow titches. 
That's something that music's missing is that aggressiveness of the '90s. You guys bring that back, which is fucking dope because it's, it's got it's got to be difficult to kind of bring it back, whether you mean to or not, whether it's like accidental or, or whatever. But like the aggressiveness is gone, and that's fucking. It's it's nice to have it back. I want to uh, have a big. I want to have a big giant hat. That like, goes that like flops like a top hat with a with a crater in it. That so it's a hat. Yeah, like a Jamiroquai hat, but with a big brim that touches my shoulder blade. So like Jamiroquai and Pharrell's hats. Yeah, and like, I want a pocket in it. Pocket hat. A hat pocket. I need a big, like, a khaki-sized leg pocket on the hat. Like a cargo pocket. I get it. So anybody <laughs> listening to this podcast, come and holler at me with a big pocket hat. <laughs> my bad, y'all. Um... All right, my bad. Oh, we're having some issues. You guys, are you guys hearing that fucking clicking or whatever's going on? Yeah. Fan? You guys hear that too? Okay. It's the fan. It's the, the government, dog. Yeah, that's probably, China, probably is. It's uh, Zuckerberg and them. Um, so three inspirations. Three inspirations first led you to make music. Mark, I'm asking you this question because as a, as a hardcore like punk dude, that's, a, that's, some, that's like where I came from. So I'm, I'm interested to hear your first three inspirations. For, I mean, first three. I mean, my but my inspirations like how deep you went far back. My three, first three inspirations that, that first led you. Like, who were the first three that you were like, you know, this is this is what I want to do, as far as every bit of music that you make. That's uh, that's I don't even know. For the biggest three, I'd say like from when I was a kid, like like honestly, Fleetwood Mac when I was a kid made nice. me like fall in love with music because I I was like, yo, this is the most ridiculous shit I ever heard. So there was that, and then I got when I got into punk, we'll do it like by genre. Uh, Operation Ivy and like Rancid pretty much together hand nice. in hand, but like they, well they and then which led me to like fucking Minor Threat and Bad Religion, which is like my favorite band of all time. And then that's what made me want to play music then, you know what I mean? I wasn't really as much into rap, um, but I don't know, like production wise, Timberland, <laughs> I, mean, I don't know, like, and, and everything Outcast has ever fucking done. That's like my favorite shit production wise, probably. Like, I, as much as I love, like, uh, you know, real hip hop and, and New York shit and all that boom bap, which I'm obsessed with. That's, you know, my, my favorite shit is like weirder than that, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, Outkast is, is definitely a group I, I uh, compared you guys to, you know, pretty much immediately as far as just like, it's almost like you paint this visual picture with your music that they, that's something different that they do, especially back then. They were like so far ahead of their time, but I, uh, I could, I could they're, almost, they're I could, fucking punk as fuck. They were, they were punk yep. as shit, dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. With everything they fucking did. And I, and I, 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 I don't know, that came across and their music they, and nothing was structured. And it's like the way like, uh, like Wu would do a record. You know what I mean? There was no, like, like when RZA was fucking making, there was no 16, eight, which is dope. And I fuck with that, that, that formula. I love pop music. I really do. But like, yeah. for what I, when I want to do something, it's cool to just be like, I, not even have to think about that. And there's no structure to it, and 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 although Outkast is a little bit more polished than that, same thing. Like there's the song by the end of the song isn't where the song started. That's right. fucking cool. Yes, I agree. Like, why yes. the fuck not? And it doesn't need when it's not forced. When you when it's just like here's where the fucking song went because I'm just having fun with it. That's the shit, and you can hear that and that kind of music to me, and I fuck with that. So fucking that's so that's good. That's so good I look like like I look like a jerk anytime. That's like a hard. It's a, I, any question in the world you could ask me right now would be hard to answer. But like my favorite three music, you know what I'm saying? Because I'll get no, all yeah. deep on it. Be like, well, what if I don't mention fucking? You know what I mean? This shit, whatever. You know what I mean? Um, you know, you, you, you can thank you can thank your boy for the questions. Yo, I'm glad <laughs> that, I knew he was sending you questions, but I'm glad I didn't know what they were, dude. Yeah, um, it's funny because 
we discussed Did yesterday about putting, you know, him sending a list and me putting the other list. Our list was almost identical. Um, there really wasn't many. Like, I, I felt like I didn't, uh, I, didn't, I wasn't as creative. And then I looked at business lists. And I was like, oh, okay, this we're right on the same, right, uh, running the same speed here. Biz, your first three inspirations, bro. Uh, are you are you more of a hip hop guy from the beginning? What's up? Uh, are you more no. of a hip hop fan from day one? No, my cousin put me down with hip hop around '97. I was like seven, though, and it was like okay. Biggie and shit like that. But I just, I just thought my cousin was cool, so like that, that I led in the uh, seeing, listening to shit like that. But I, I okay, think ODB was, like the first, ODB was like the first cat that was like, uh, that was dope. As like I was looking at him, like, wow, this this dude is dope as shit. Beastie Boys were another one, um, uh, and then I think Weird Al. Uh, definitely was like my first inspiration because that's like how I started doing rap music was Weird Al because every time there would be a song on the radio on the bus and shit I would always uh, yeah chase that. lyrics I would yeah. love to hear those early mighty I would yeah I'd love to hear those bus stop as mighty Jones bro they're probably hysterical there's like a Papa Roach one that wasn't that good so I just remembered what it was as I was saying the Papa Roach one yeah but, yeah uh, so it was so bad that I'm not even. I remember it though. It was, they were bad, dude. But I was trying. Is the they point. were real bad. They were real <laughs> yeah. bad. Uh, people pay them money, yeah. bro, to do music. Like people give them money. Like that. That's insane to me. Like Disturbed has a new record out this year. Like people are still paying Disturbed to perform music. Like why? <laughs> I don't know, dude. I mean, people, like why? People love Disturbed. Dude. Yeah, I don't do. get it. I don't get they it. They have that one song. That one song that never ends for three albums. <laughs> yes, and they got a new one in 2020. Yeah. Right, they were like, you know, excited on the radio today, like new music from Disturbed. Like, who the fuck is excited about Disturbed in 2020? <laughs> Who's excited about Disturbed ever, dude? Like, Yo, I feel like at least two of the dudes in the band are like, Jesus Christ. What's that? Did you see Puddle and Mud cover the cover? Oh, yo, what the fuck, bro? Like, bro, I saw the best fucking meme that I. It's the funny shit. So what I woke up to, man. But it's they changed it to Reading Rainbow, and it's uh, and I, and I, dude, I'm dead. Like, I gotta send this link to you. I should have ever yeah, seen that do. shit. Was I could have watched that shit. Was good. What is what was like? I, I would love to know. You know what really fucked him up, Molly, is when he now after Post Malone came out and absolutely fucking killed it, it and did yeah. fucking. And like deep cut Nirvana songs and shit, like you know what I mean, and killed all of them. And he just went and butchered like one of the easiest songs ever written. I don't know, it was pretty fucking painful. And like, I, guess, I, I, I feel bad. I felt like he was trying to go for this Kurt vibe vocally, and it, dude, it doesn't. It's you're it was not, just too high of a register. It's not even yeah, it's like not there. I get it. You want to go, but I feel bad for the dude now because like he probably gave it everything he fucking got. I heard he just got sober or something. He's probably really feeling himself. And, not yeah, for man. long, bro. Yeah, he fucked yeah, up. <laughs> But you know what I mean? You got to take chances in life. You can't just sit home and wonder, you know what I mean? You got to go home and fuck up in public, man, and then reevaluate everything and maybe get better at it. I don't know. Supposedly he made like a, a, an apology video. He did, he did like a South Park. Uh, I, I didn't see the video. I saw an article about it, but it said like, you know, uh, Wes uh, Scanlon, I think his name is, apologizes to Kurt Cobain. There was like a picture of like this very <laughs> South Park-ish uh, dude. Like it was like, you know, this very cut, uh, like a, a cutout version, like uh, South Park style. And he supposedly apologizes to Kurt. I, I didn't, I couldn't do it. I couldn't give it any more time. But I'm glad he apologized to Kurt because he probably, you know, that was deserved. That was, that was offensive. He did backflips in his grave. That was really fucking fuck, dude. Imagine like, imagine doing that shit and then somebody hitting you up and being like, yo, you know what you got to do, dude? You got to go on TV and apologize to Kurt Cobain. <laughs> <laughs> you got to do it. Why don't you send out a tweet that says, I'm sorry, Kurt. Because come on, dude. <laughs> like put the, the cardboard out like South Park and like make sure you apologize to him. Like you know, be firm about it. Courtney's watching. 
Uh, that's insane. It had to have been that guitarist that was laughing at him. You see the dude during, during the uh, filming of the, them doing About a Girl? The one dude is like laughing and you could tell he's not, he's not being funny, dude. He's like, this is fucked up. Like, I, I don't know, what, what's, what's the check look like of the bass player of that band? You know what I mean? Like, because I'd be like, I can't, I can't fuck with you no more, Wes. I can't, bro. I, if, I, if I've ran with him this far. Yo, can I just add something real quick? Because I'm reading about it right now. And this isn't even that funny, but it is. The fucking video's been out. And everybody's just been sitting home bored as fuck and like dug this shit up. Right? Bro, Wait, the performance video has been out? Yeah, it's been out. People are just like bored and found the video resurfaced and quickly became known. Yeah, that's the way the internet. He probably fought for this whole time. Like, oh man, I dodged that bullet. Like nobody saw it. Like, thank God my band sucks. No, he was coming at everyone out the gate. He was writing, uh, fucking jealousy is toxic. Fuck off. He was like getting... He was firing back before, and then I think he realized he's like, "Shit, they're right," and then he apologized. Yeah, I guess once it goes viral like that, it changes everything. You can't you can't just argue on Twitter no more about it. <laughs> now the band has posted a video of them talking things out with late Nirvana singer Kurt Cobain. What the fuck is going on? Let's <laughs> uh, apologize to Kurt Cobain for bad vocals. Yo, what the fuck, dude? We just, I, that's that's, that's a product of quarantine and the internet, bro. That's what it is. That's what we're getting. Yeah, we're bored. <laughs> Um, yo, so what's, uh, oh, actually, this is a good question. I got to ask this. Biz, if there was a movie about your life, who would play you, dude? Mark would be played by Bruce Willis in every <laughs> scene of every movie. I can see that. I can see yeah, that. Mark is definitely, I think it has to be Bruce Willis for Mark. And for me, I got to go. I think if we're going to get grade A talent to do a great job, <laughs> you can get Benicio Del Toro. Wow. Benicio Del Toro to play me. And I think that if you can't get Benicio, you settle maybe for Vince Vaughn. I think Vince Vaughn might be able to pull it off. Like, maybe not great, but, like, enough. Like, like a Netflix movie, but people like it. It's like a cult yeah, classic. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> like the Coen brothers directed it or something. Yeah, right, right. Um, right. Just one and, of them. Uh, and then I think, like, I think that the, the unsung hero of it all would be if they, if they couldn't get either of them and they got Vincent D'Onofrio. Because I think Vincent D'Onofrio would do a great me, and I want to see Vincent D'Onofrio as, uh, as me as a four-year-old coming up. Vincent D'Onofrio on, like, deep-faked on a little tiny man's body. Oh and, 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 and coming up with Weird Al Yankovic songs because he's yeah, listening that's to good. The- I fucking want to watch that. I definitely have watched so I think, that, bro. I think the best case scenario is if it's directed by Robert Rodriguez, but in the style of Spy Kids, and it's much like Vincent D'Onofrio in a daddy daycare kind of movie that has a twist. It's got to you know? be rated PG, though. No mm. PG-13. It might even be rated G, bro. And, right. and it's been That's a while saying. since we've seen G, since Disney wants to stick a pedophile joke in every fucking movie. Yeah, true, true. For yeah. real. All right. Weird, man. Weird, weird people. Weird company. Weird what shit. What are we going to do about it? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Apparently I'm not going to do something about it. Something about it. The other day is trying to do something about it. I've been, on my spare time, I've been burning down 5G towers. <laughs> <laughs> Bro. I thought that was a computer processing chip. So, like, a week ago, I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't even know. Yeah, I have, like, four. I think I say 5G on this next record at least once. That's good. I like that. Let's fucking go to 6G. We're relevant, dude. If they ask about us, we're relevant. We got to go to 6G soon, but whatever. The next album you're just going to get via download on your RFID chip. You got to listen to it like this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) That's it. 
It's the only, yeah. it's the only market it exists anymore. Yeah. And you can get right in my house with your hand. <laughs> <laughs> Grab a beer out of your fridge. Like, what's up? Wave. All right. I'm sorry. All right. I'm just having fun. Yeah, please have fun. Overpaying it, asshole. This is like a welcome back episode. You guys have, have driven me to bring the podcast back, which is dope. Because uh, uh, it's probably one of the best guests. Like one of the few people I was like, I'd really like to chat with these dudes on on a podcast because it would be ridiculous. And the fact that we have uh, you know Vincent D'Onofrio playing with his hair right now, with like is, see like Biz. I've seen you look so different over the. I've known you about seven eight years now. I've seen you look like three different people at least. So I feel like all three of those actors could play you at some point. Yeah, that would be dope. Like you got, like I've seen you, you know, the, the weight you've, 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 and you've made it known. Like it's always like Biz mentions where he's at personally on his records. Like you can tell, like which, which Biz is this is behind the mic right now. Is it chubby Biz? Is it like, is it like skinny? Like yo, who is this dude, Biz? Like clean yeah. cut. The, the new incarnation is Big Body Bundy. So that's <laughs> that's the thing. It's just this big body, large man. I think Artie Lang could probably play me at this point in my life. I'm not sure though. Not now, though. He looks fucking terrible. Artie That's Lang, like, beer league Artie Lang. Definitely. Beer league Artie Lang. Where, did we lose Mark? He's muted, and now there's this know. weird picture of an old man. Well, I got, I I got like, like one more. Ruben. I got one more question. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, it is Rick Rubin. You're right. It looks really small on my end. Do you see it bigger than I do? I don't it looks, know. It's, it looks kind of like... Big. It, like the picture next to you on my screen looks like it's one of those Facebook things. Like, what will you look like in 30 years? You know, like you take uh, a yeah, picture yeah. and it's like, <laughs> like that's a real insulting version of, of you in 30 years. Uh, yeah. So what's next for Biz, Mighty, and uh, and Dumb Ugly as a whole? Marston Records, what's what's next for all of it? Uh, what's next for Biz, Mighty is I'm going to do a lot of work that anyone who wants to work with me, I want to work with anybody right now. I just want to do as much shit as I possibly can trying to get the home studio on and popping just so I could just do verses and do work with people overseas and all these different people that, you know, I, I need to make the connection with and, and do shit with. I've been uh, alive for too long to not have been uh, doing shit with a bunch of people. Um, Dumb Ugly, I think that, you know, we're just in the now and we're just trying to fucking create shit. So I don't know what's next. It could be an EP. It could be a single. It could be a you know, just a video and a single drop. It, I don't know, I don't know what, what we're going to do. I know that we're going to stay creating. We have a ton of ideas. It's just about how we uh, display them, I guess, when we, when we deliver them to human beings. Your videos um, are fucking fantastic, by the way. The video for I'm Great is, <laughs> it's fucking insane, dude. Like, it's, it's the perfect, it's the perfect, uh, you know, visualization of that song. Uh, I, I, feel, I feel like all your videos fit in some weird way. Um, you guys, like, whatever you guys seem to do, it seems to, like, be this accidental, like, perfection, you know? Like, it's crazy. Like, you guys really, seriously, have, have, like, stepped it up for, for, for being as nonchalant about it. It's fucking crazy how much, you know, how much separate you guys have right out the gate, dude. As soon as, like, I've biz, I've seen you perform for at least six years before I, you know, Dom Ugly was a thing. And, like, it, like seeing you, you know, you've always been one of my favorites since that, uh, you know, Bare Chest and Assault, or I'll Stop Music and Pittman, uh, you know, and then start watching your Marshall stuff, like, uh, something about Dumb Ugly just felt it's just, it was just something different, and to, to find out that it's like accidental like this, and uh, you guys are not talking about that, it's, it's like you know there's there's no really stopping something like that because it just happens, you know that's it's like this magic that just continues to to happen, and you know for 
me to, you know, I left that video. I was tripping my balls off, by the way, when I left you that uh, audio message last week, Biz, about, you know, the, the uh, I was tripping and my trip started with Rugburn. Like, I was literally, like, flipping through my phone. And just as I, like, I came across Rugburn and started playing and I started feeling it. And that was, like, set my whole day off. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, like, it, that was the end of the night. I was like, I got to let Biz know, like, right now. I got to get it recorded on audio. Some motherfuckers hear this shit. This shit is unreal. I watched that video, like, 50 times. Um Keep coming with videos. I mean, you guys got more videos coming in the works for, for Mighty Dangerous, which, by the way, drops May 4th, right? May 4th, Mighty Dangerous drops. Whole album start to finish as good as any Queen album. <laughs> that is, uh, I, you know what? I bet you that's true. I bet you that's true. But, I mean, dollar for dollar, like. Oh, God. Maybe not any Queen album. Most Queen albums. Most. There's a couple. I like definitely Queen a couple. too. So definitely I don't agree. Right. For sure. Mark, what's we'll next for you? We'll decide with it. Yeah, don't listen to my opinion. I got none. You don't got no what, opinion on the record? You got, you got no. any other projects oh, no. or anything? What was that? Mark, I'm sorry. You got, you got any forthcoming there. projects or anything, Mark? Anything else in the works other than Dumb Ugly? No, just uh, practicing bass a lot because I just want to play funk bass all the time. Yo, That's me it. too. Me too, bro. Yeah. I actually just got, I just got a fucking five string off a of Wish for like 40 bucks. This thing is so oh, dope, shit. bro. For, for a Wish bass, it's fucking Hell yeah. it's dope. It's a no-name awesome. motherfucker, but it's fantastic. 40 bucks? Get the fuck 40 out of bucks, here. dude. It was like a yeah. hundred originally, and then I found some fucking discount thing where they were like, you know, it's coronavirus season, so we'll send you this 50% yeah. off or some shit. But I got it down like 40 bucks for Wish points and shit. Wish is fantastic, Hell yeah. by the way. It's fantastic. No, Even if they fuck up, it's like it's an awesome thing, dude. Like a forty dollars base, the thing is fucking sick. It's crazy. Um, That's dope. Um, yeah, but, yeah. Can, but like real shit. But we still have like maybe like five or six songs that, or like five or six instrumentals that are like ready that he's gonna write to, and 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 uh, we'll probably release them. Like he said, like it could be just like singles or EPs. We've we have a lot of shit still to release before. Like dope. we probably have like another two albums worth of songs. What and should we do? Like you know, like what do you do? What do you do nowadays? I don't know what do you do, do, bro. Uh, I don't know. I was hoping you could tell me. That's why the question. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, dude. <laughs> what do I you do? Know, man. You, you well, now with the way shit is, since we can't, like, play any shows or any of that shit, we'll probably be releasing music more frequently, I'm assuming, because we're doing, uh, we're setting it up in a way that he's going to be able to do vocals uh, on his own. So I'm just going to fucking... Biz, again, yeah. I invite, if you need any, any uh, assistance or any of my, like, I can help you in any way with the home studio shit, I'm, I'm like, just getting into it myself, so there might be something I could explain to you in a layman's terms, because I accidentally discovered it. Uh, this shit, I'm dude, going, it's, it's I'll a, utilize it, every, every bit of information I can get to do a thing that I can do, and it'll be great. I agree. I agree. A home studio for you is a fantastic idea. There's going to be some weird shit coming out. Which it is now inspires me to do weirder shit. I didn't even realize. <laughs> I'm gonna change my name, dude, and I'm just gonna release a bunch of uh, homoerotic porn rap. I like that. I think we're gonna do a clean record. Yeah. Right. Yeah. A queen yeah, record. We're all, like, yeah, we're, we're gonna clean. do a clean. We're gonna do at least like an EP worth of material with uh, no language on it, and then also like kind of want to do some like kid friendly records in the midst of that too. I feel yeah, like you guys yeah, should yeah. write children's books. I feel like that should be a, a thing. Well, that could be a spinoff. Like, we could easily, I mean, we're both dads, so we, we know what the fuck is going on. You know right. what I mean? We know what the fuck, how to get our kids to fucking involve the music would be the dopest shit ever, because, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. The, so, the creativity that you guys you guys possess, uh, you know, not even joking, a kid's book would probably be pretty dope. You know, like, you probably have this imagination <laughs> that's like, yeah. you know. 
would make I it. I think the kids' book's probably going to drop right around the album when the album drops. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, kids like in a week or so? All right. I might works. throw a kids' book together tonight, dude, and just have Mark <laughs> proofread it for me. <laughs> Descriptive words. And then he can help me with some of the illustrations, and I think we'll be fucking fired. Oh, yeah. That's no problem. We got that. You know, it'd be cool if we put the edited version as the book, like you with the, like, the red, like, carrot top arrows with the word spelled correctly above it. Or something like that. <laughs> Just so kids know it's okay to make mistakes, you know what I mean? We're yeah. trying to tell a story here, and that's I okay. you think I could fucking fix any, like, grammatical errors or some shit. Like, I, I don't even know how to spell anymore. Autocorrect's been fixing that for me for 10 years, dude. I can't yeah, spell. I, listen, they don't have to know that. I don't know why you'd expose all the secrets before the book comes out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm not. Listen, proofread by Mark. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's by both of us, dude. Because he adds, he adds descriptive words too. He kills it. You should see the words he adds. They're very descriptive. Yeah, I got good words. You got I, good I, words, this kid. Good adverbs, words on this kid. <laughs> dude, I have to tell you, you, got synonyms. This dude got synonyms. Uh, adverbs. Sometimes he has similes and then yeah. other things that are very similar to similes that he calls metaphors. And he <laughs> helps me with these things in the writing process. Sometimes they'll even throw an alliteration at you once in a while. You know yeah, what I mean? Every once in a while. See, Mark tells me that alliterations are the way that words sound similarly in the beginning, often due to the same consonant to begin each word. The prefix? Is it a consonant? It's a, the, the, the con... The continent. So you're talking Antarctica, which one? I'm incompetent. <laughs> Incognite? I'm <laughs> a cognitive dissonant. <laughs> this is it. This is it. What? Lucini? You know what so, I mean? You know that dangerous song? May 4th? Yeah, Camp, uh, the album of Camp Low. We got a record with Camp Low. Uh, an intro by Sandra Bernhardt. <laughs> um, we have an actual uh, sample by Bette Midler that we got clearance for, and we got a video coming out. And uh, we have Pink as the lead actress in the video um, because we're throwing it up the box. And uh, me and Mark, actually, when everything gets back to normal in 2026, me and Mark are going to be a tag team champions of uh, WWE uh, NXT. Oh, yeah, that's true, though. We are definitely coming in as a tag team. I know, I know I've been doing a lot of up-close face shots and, and body shots like this, but underneath this shirt, I'm completely ripped and I'm jacked and I'm ready to go. And Hulk Hogan, I'm coming for you. Yeah, fuck you, Hulk. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Yeah, the, the sad part is in 2026, Hulk Hogan will still be alive, probably still active in the WWE, and still be racist. Yes. <laughs> like, all three of those things will still exist we're gonna, When we do our, we're going to do, we're going to be in the crowd. I talked to Shane. We're going to be in the crowd, and we're going to have uh, big, black, uh, big black dildos, and Mark's going to have a bag over his shoulder, and Mark's going to be kind of reminiscent of uh, Jake the Snake Roberts, so it's going gonna, it's gonna to appear like we're going to have a, a great big snake in that bag. And we're going to start beating him with big black dildos in the middle of the ring until he falls to his knees. And then we're going to – I'm going to stick the – I'm going to open up the bag, and I'm going to stick the one end of the, the big snake dildo that we reveal in the bag. There's a big snake dildo in the bag. And then, and then I move up my asshole with, with spit. And then I shove the one end of the, the, the dick in my ass. And then the other end of the big black dick goes in Hulk Hogan's ass. And we both fuck each other till we prostate orgasm. And I'm coming on his chest and I write NWO. And it's the end of the world, dude. And I blow my brains out, dude. That's I'm it. Too. And May 4th, dude. It's a rap ski. May 4th. It's a hoodie. Nobody's ready for that. I'm gonna, I, I think that the, the, next inter, the next set of uh, interviews that I do, 
I'm going to do the whole time. I'm going to do some Coke and then I'm going to do them all like I'm doing wrestling promos. I almost expected yeah. that for the interview. I'm glad I got like a calm down version. I expected a, uh, I expected yeah, now like I'm standing a, up and my heart's racing from cherry Coca-Cola. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yo, dumb, ugly, May 4th. Mighty May dangerous. With you, dude. We yeah. are the dumbest you and we are the mightiest dangerously. Dumbuglymusic.com. Oh, dumbuglymusic.com at dumb.ugly on Instagram, uh, dumbugly on Facebook. Like and follow so you could see the things that we put out when we put stuff out. Chuck, dude, I appreciate uh, the fuck out of you. Mark, not as much, but you're up there, bud. And Thanks, uh, it's, just, it's just nice to be here with everybody having a good time. Uh, everyone wear your masks so you don't catch the nuclear irradiation all over your face. <laughs> okay? And so uh, shout-outs to all the people I already mentioned. Dude, Steve Skax, fucking Len, fucking uh, Davron, Chris Ventura, fucking us and uh, our kids and everything that's important in the world and shit. So, yeah, dude. One of my favorite Biz Mighty quotes on stage is, I don't even know who you were looking at, but you were looking directly at somebody and you said, I really, honestly, genuinely hope my kid lives longer than yours. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh man, that's like, you can't even be mad at that. Like it hurt a little bit, but it was like, you know what? He's right though. Yeah, I want, <laughs> really? I think everyone feels that. That's why it's good. It could have been anybody, dude. I'll say it to anybody. Yeah, it definitely was anybody. It was, it was not specific at all. It was just like very direct though. Whoever it was, they just happened to be standing in the right spot. I think that was, a, that was definitely the rich show, the, the tribute show. Yo, it was a fucking pleasure chatting with you guys, man. I'm excited for the record, um, as you know, because I've already made an ass out of myself and hit you up tripping balls like, yo, Biz, this shit is unreal. <laughs> no, um, always feel free to listen to Dumb Ugly while you're tripping balls and then to subsequently hit me up about it while still tripping balls, dude. Because yeah, I, yeah, I definitely, I definitely might, might make a habit out of that. I'd love to get you guys back on like a couple weeks after the record, see how things are. Uh, yeah. we, we can, you know, now that we've technologically connected, we could uh, do this again. And, uh, you know, I, I wouldn't mind having you guys on as regulars, really. That'd be fucking dope, because uh, I'm sure yeah. if we got the chat and we'd be, it'd be ridiculous. Um, yeah, sure. Asshole Podcast. Uh, you guys have been fucking dope. This has been a lot of fun, man. I appreciate you guys. Uh, we'll be uh, dropping the episode soon. Awesome. Mighty Dangerous, May 4th. May Check 4th, fuck motherfucker. Everybody's right. plugged their all, all their shit, right? Plug across the board. Mark, you got any plugs? No, that's Fat it. Dad music. This oh, is for my fat dads. Yeah. Fat, fat dads, dad what's up? Rock Burn on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm talking about <laughs> really do this shit.com. Matter of fact, dumbugglymusic.com. But if you go into really do this shit.com, it probably automatically send you to dumbugglymusic.com. It's probably true. You really do this shit. Yo. The illest rap duo in the world, identifying as the greatest of all time. Thank you, guys. <laughs> all right, thank all you, right. man. Appreciate it. I'll talk to you guys man. soon, man. Y'all have a good night. Right. Over to the Asshole Podcast. Peace, gentlemen. Peace. Peace. This is where the work part comes in. This is fantastic. Thank you. It was great. Great interview. Love you more. I got you some green tea too. Green tea. That cool refreshing drink. Cool refreshing drink. I gotta stop looking at myself eating. It's cute. Record it. No, I don't want to record it. How do I, though? It is recording. <laughs> How do I not record, though? Here. Jeez. And then you can...